see. This woman is a disgrace. Hey guys, how's it going? This is a Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. Thank you so much for giving me a listen. Hope all is well with you guys. Personally, I just got back from Jamaica not too long ago where I had an absolutely wonderful time on. Uh, I think the best part of it was that I didn't have to shave for a week because my boyfriend wasn't there. So uh, I just let that shit grow to the max. Unfortunately, the lady at the spa declined my request to dread my pubic hair. But um, it's rather disappointing, but a smart move on her part, I think. Uh, so today, uh, I'm just going to go right into my topic, which is the differences that I have noticed um, while having sex with someone in a relationship versus uh, having one-night stands. So I'm about uh, 92% sure my boyfriend is probably going to listen to this podcast and is probably going to be severely embarrassed by all the things I'm about to say. And I'm also positive that most people who have listened to this podcast probably um, already know his name because I have this really annoying habit of gloating about him to my friends and my family and customers at my work and the mailman and my local Avon lady and random people at the bus stop, even though I don't ride the bus. Basically, I just really like bragging about him. But just in case, I will change his name to uh, Gus Ross. And I can't save him from the embarrassment of going to Sobeys with me while wearing knee-high socks, a sweater down to my knees, bright pink shoes, and an after-sex hairdo. But... Maybe by changing his name in the podcast, I can prevent him from just a little bit of public humiliation. So, how I met my new boyfriend was through a mutual friend of ours, and in the summer, I tagged along with my friend and a couple of her buddies, uh, one of which was Gus Ross, to a camping music festival in Tennessee. So my friend created a Facebook chat so we could all talk about things we needed to bring with us on the trip, which is not only smart and proactive, but allowed me to creep the shit out of Gus Ross because I figured what with him being single and me being a semi-slut that had gone 10 months without sex, that there would be a good chance of us having like smelly, gross tent sex and then never seeing each other again. Then when I creeped his Facebook, I noticed that he did like lots of cool people things like snowboard and play drums in a cool guy band and he wears cool guy clothes and he was like an 8 plus on the attractive scale and I was guessing he was probably like more like a 14 once you added in his cool guy personality. Then you have me. A girl who uses her spare time to pluck her rather coarse pubic hairs while listening to soft rock of the 70s and who only brushes her hair on like very special occasions like meeting the queen and 
and I've never actually met the queen, so therefore I never really brush my hair. So I figured the chances of us hooking up were probably slimmer than the chances of me like becoming a vegan or something, which is like really, really slim because I fucking love all meat. Breakfast sausages in particular, both the round patties and the long links. Both are good. So, a couple of weeks before the trip to Tennessee, I took my mom for a nice lunch by the water to the nice little beach town that my friend and Gus Ross live in. Little did I know that he worked at the restaurant we went to, and of course it was a day when I decided to wear red pants with a stretchy waistband and a men's Star Wars shirt, and of course my mother embarrasses me by asking him if she could keep a menu as a souvenir from the really nice day we spent together. Um, He was also like so much hotter in person and I'm almost positive my vagina was soaking through my stupid piece of shit stretchy fat girl pants and I can't really remember what I said to him but it was probably along the lines of like like either that or I probably talked about like poo or vaginas or something but anyway As we left the restaurant, my mom was gushing over how handsome he was, and she convinced me that I was for sure going to have sex with him on the trip, and although I appreciated the confidence she had in her loose-living harlot daughter, I still wasn't so sure of my wheeling abilities. So, we spent four days together in a hot, sweaty music festival, and there was no funny business except for the one night he looked at me and he was like, want to make out? And I said, like, sarcastically, like, wow, that's so romantic, but I'll have to pass. Because I figured he was just joking, but upon further investigation, I found out that he totally would have Frenched me if I said yes. Anyway, I didn't even try to put the moves on him because uh, partly I, I don't have any moves, but mostly because I knew he was way out of my league and I thought he was all about like partying all the time where I'm more about looking for the source of my next snack all the time sort of girl. So I was just my usual gross, like gassy, slightly unhygienic self in front of him and I was just content with meeting a new friend. Then on the last night... He almost cried after watching Robert Plant perform, and I thought it was just, like, the cutest thing I had ever seen, and I just wanted to scoop him up and cradle him in my arms and just rub his belly and do, like, little raspberries on it while I was like, who's the cutest little boy in the world? You are. Yes, you're the cutest boy in the world. But I didn't do that because I figured he probably would find that slightly rapey, and I strive to be a lot of things, but... But rapey is not one of them, unfortunately, because sometimes I really excel at that. Then when we are watching Billy Joel perform, which, by the way, is on my bucket list. So I was already like as moist as like one of those individually wrapped hostess Twinkies. Then I look over at Gus Ross and he had put on a pair of prescription glasses and... 
And my vagina just let loose, like when you unkink a garden hose, like when you're washing your car. I mean, my clitoris was puffed up like a Pillsbury Crescent roll in a toaster oven. Like, men wearing glasses is like a washing machine for me. Like, it turns me on, gets me wet, and will be about, like, 45 minutes so my panties are dry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was so sexually aroused by the thought of him entering me, um... I already knew um, he had really nice man junk situation down there because he showed me his balls after he told me he had a scar on them. And as a joke, I'm like, prove it. And he totally did by pulling out his ball sack right in my face. So then I pictured what his dick would look like if it was wearing his glasses. And he's a pretty hairy dude, so I imagine it would probably look like, like a bearded hipster penis and would only like weird looking vaginas because he wanted to be different and unique from all the other penises and like when it ejaculated it would just make like abstract art pieces on women's chests with the semen and stuff but yeah the glasses woof like mama likey so the plan was to leave tennessee right after billy joel and drive towards home until the driver got tired and then we would pull over and rent a hotel room for a nap so there were four of us there was my non-single friend and her non-single friend and me and gus ross so i knew exactly how this was going to go down gus ross and i would be sharing a bed and he would probably try to fuck me it's just something that was just inevitable it was like netflix and chill except with the distraction of netflix so basically it was just sex so it went down almost like that we did some cuddling and then he nudged my head with his head like a dog and i just freaking love dogs and whenever my dog nudges me i pet her belly and let her lick my tongue so i figured this was no different so i massaged his chest and then like 0.5 seconds later we were making out so i was as wet as like raw pancake batter and just so ready to go but the problem was I was wearing just the worst like underwear ever and I was just so sweaty and so gross so I just had to throw up like a beaver dam and just stop them from going down there I told them I didn't want to have sex while our friends were in the same room which is a complete lie because when I want to have sex like I don't give a shit who's around like I've had sex in front of like 10 other people before and my poor friend Jenna has seen me have sex with like three different guys. I feel so bad for her that I may offer to pay for her eye exams or like any therapy she may need in the future. So I tell him no, and then he rips off uh, my glasses with his teeth and he whispers in my ear, like, just let it happen. And then I just became so turned on. It was like when you accidentally drop like a big dry bath towel into a bathtub full of water and you're like, fuck, this will take forever to dry. And you try to wring out the water as much as you can, but after like the 13th ring, liters of water are still coming out of it and you're just so tired and your hands hurt and you figure like, fuck it, I'll just hang it up to dry and just check back in a few days. Well, this was definitely the status of my extra-large cotton windsail underpants, but alas, I remained strong, and we did not have sex until the next night we got back uh, to where he and my friends live, and he says, so instead of driving home from here, you should probably just, like, 
sleep over at my place and I was all like oh like I don't know I'm, I'm really tired and I probably wouldn't be much fun and about seven minutes after saying that I had his dick in my mouth then said to him so like my vagina is probably as hairy as your beard right now and then he just shrugged and he's like that's cool and then we went at it but then something really strange happened that never really happens to me at all I felt like I wanted to stay the night, which is, like, completely different from my usual first after-sex instincts, which is to, like, throw on just enough clothes to cover my private parts and shove the rest into my purse and get the hell out of there, never to return. So this scared me a little bit. So after about 45 seconds of catching her breath, I gave my usual routine, like, well, I should probably go speech, which is literally just, well, I should probably go with no provided reason or anything. But a large part of me hoped he would just advise me to stay, which he did, and so I stayed. And then, when I woke up the next day, I realized what I had done, and I tried to do, like, this really stealthy escape, but he heard me fumbling around in, like, desperate search for my bra, and he's like, well, see you around. And I said, yeah, probably not. And then I left with, like, the secret hopes that I would indeed actually see him around again. So as much as that sounds very non-romantic, it's actually quite unique for me. And that's when part of me knew that him and I were probably going to go somewhere, like, down on each other lots of times, but also somewhere, like, more emotional than that. Normally, no matter, like, how nice the guy is or how much fun we had together directly after coming, like, if I do, I just immediately lose all desire to be around that person or to talk to that person and I could focus on nothing else and an excuse to never have sex with them again. I usually just keep telling them I'm busy until they figure out that what I'm busy with is making excuses not to see them again. So I wondered if I was just changing my ways or if this guy was like actually kind of special. So I did the logical thing that I'm assuming most people do when they meet someone special. I slept with someone else and my God, you know when you're really, really hungry and all you can think about is food and then you go to a restaurant and you order food and then when you're waiting, all you can do is, like, look around anxiously until it comes out. And then when it does, you just eat it really, really fast. And as soon as you're done, you just completely regret it and would just rather die than ever eat anything ever again. Well, that's how I felt about this other guy that I slept with. As soon as it was over, I gathered my clothes, and I would have been out there sooner, but I got stuck in my shirt trying to put it on, which was super uncool and really awkward. But alas, I slithered, slithered in and gave him a firm handshake and left. And then the next day, I found out that earlier that day, he also slept with my other friend who is a guy. So yeah, there's another gay guy to add to my quite lengthy roster of gay men I've banged, so cool. You know, some people collect stamps, but me, gay men semen, apparently. It's cool, I guess. So right before me and this guy did the deed, we were making out heavily, and I suddenly stop and I just yell, don't make eye contact with me, which he found super weird because I'm sure he wasn't planning to make eye contact with me anyway but I just had to lay it out there like just in case so yeah another difference between random sex and sex in a relationship is eye contact 
I find it to be like incredibly awkward when having a normal conversation with someone and having to make eye contact, let alone while like someone's penis is inside me. So I have a strict no eye contact policy when it comes to sex. I just never really understood why it was a thing. Like eye contact is for connecting with like an audience while giving a presentation or something. But during sex, you're pretty much as connected to your audience as you could possibly be already. So eye contact is just like super unnecessary in my eyes. Maybe I'm afraid someone will like see into my soul or something and fall with me. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know why I hate it so much, but I do until a couple weeks ago when I was fooling around with my boyfriend. He told me to look up at him and into his eyes and normally I would just ignore that request and just like shut him up by like deep throating or something else instead. But this particular time was different because I was wasted and I had just eaten a shawarma so I was feeling like really frisky and I knew I would be like bothering him later with garlic breath and just really loud obnoxious farts so I thought that I would throw him a bone and just lock eyes with him like just for a sec and let me tell you I I didn't hate it uh now again it could be because I was drunk but he has really pretty eyes and it was kind of hot and you know I felt comfortable enough to do it with him where in the past I would just look anywhere except the guy's eyes I remember watching almost a full episode of Jamie Oliver's 30 minute meals on the Food Network once during sex just so I didn't have to look into the dude's eyes so doggy style is also a very good uh, position for avoiding this. And also, I like being spanked. So yeah, doggy style, it's a, good, it's a good one for awkward women like myself who like being degraded. Awesome. So uh, after sex habits I've developed with my boyfriend are uh, quite different now that we are in a relationship compared to when we first started hooking up. It used to be just a firm handshake and like a good job, buddy. But now there seems to be a lot of cuddling and conversing involved, which I actually rather enjoy for some odd reason. And one time he even played a song for me on his keyboard while still naked after sex, which was like super romantic, mostly because because it was the Harry Potter theme song and anything to do with Harry Potter gets me like all mentally alert and sometimes sexually aroused and now all of a sudden he thinks it's like super important that I orgasm every time which is really caring and thoughtful usually with one night stands I just end up faking it about four minutes in just to get the process over with but with him I could be really open and honest uh, like one time we were doing the nasty and despite how awful of shape I'm in I was on top probably gasping for breath and I was all like yeah ooh, yeah ah. and he was like yeah baby you're gonna are you gonna you know you're like yeah do are you gonna come and I was like no yeah no it, it's not happening this time for me I'm, I'm sorry it's not you I just I'm just not feeling it to be fair, we had already done it like five times early, earlier that day, so I was probably just like as dry as a saltine cracker down there, just like nothing left to give. Upon um, actually talking to someone after having sex with them, I also learned a lot about my own sexual habits from him. Apparently, 
when I have like a really good orgasm, my eyes roll to the back of my head, which I can't see like being sexy at all. Normally, if my eyes do that during sex, it's because I'm falling asleep. But I guess it's also an indicator of like a really stellar orgasm. I also learned that biting and kissing my ear can result in one of two things. Either I'm extremely turned on to the point where I need to be penetrated like immediately or I get so ticklish that weird demonic sounds come out of my mouth and it just takes all my strength not to punch him in the face until he cries. So he's also the first guy with a beard that I've slept with. I always used to avoid sleeping uh, with guys who have beards because I was afraid when he went down on me that it would feel like someone was just taking a Brillo pad to my vagina and it would result in like a severe rug burn. But I now know that it's not true. Having sex uh, with a man who has a beard is almost the same as just regular old baby face guys. The only difference is that when my boyfriend is done eating at the Y, which is a code phrase for going down on my vag, uh, you could literally wring like a hefty amount of lady juice right out of his beard. Like it's, sometimes it's just like dripping. And on that disturbing mental image, I'm going to take off. Thanks again for listening, guys. If you found me even a little bit funny, come and uh, check out my stand-up comedy routine on November 18th at the Windsor Beer Exchange here in Windsor, Ontario. Or you can follow me on Instagram at Chelsea Disgrace or drop me a line. I'm at ChelseaDisgrace at gmail.com for more information about that. And remember, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself. One Chelsea Grace problem at a time. See ya. Let's go make a love